time, this doesn't look as attractive as it once did because you're fixing your eyes on the things of the kingdom. I'm just talking about a thousand that have a vision for their heart. They've got passion for God. They're leading intercession on their schools. They're set apart, consecrated under God. And they've got a vision and a mission for their life. We're talking about being unstoppable. And when we talk about unstoppable, we're not saying that we're unstoppable because there's a lot of us. We're not saying that we're unstoppable because we're cool. We're not saying, although some of you are very cool. Some of you. Most of you. We're not saying that we're unstoppable because of our age. The reason why we're unstoppable, the reason why is because God is inside of you. The God of the ages, the God who created the heavens and the earth. I just want you to lock in with that for a minute and just think about that. Sometimes we take that for granted. Sometimes that seems like old information. But imagine the reality and the truth What you would believe, how you would live, if you really connected with God inside of you. Christ in you, the hope of glory. The Holy Spirit inside of us. Spirit-filled believers in Jesus Christ changing the world. That's true of you. If you've said yes to Jesus, if you said, I'm going to be a Christ follower, and you said, I want the fullness of the Holy Spirit, truly, I tell you this, you can live literally Literally an unstoppable life. God can use you to do massive things. And so tonight, I want to talk for just a few minutes. And then I want us to actually spend some time just coming before God and just praying. And just saying we want to be completely filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm going to talk for just a few minutes. And then we're going to take some time. And we're just going to say, Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, change us. Holy Spirit, touch us. So I want to read out of John 16. John 16, this is interesting. Here's Jesus. And Jesus says to his disciples, he says, I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. That's interesting. Jesus is about to literally embrace the cross. Contextually here, this is just moments. I mean, literally, it's the day before he's going to be arrested and go to the cross. And so he's talking to his disciples. He says, I have so much to say to you. There's so much. And if you're the disciples and you're like, man, this is chapter 16. We've had chapter 15, chapter 14, chapter 13. We've had a whole lot of preaching. We've had the Sermon on the Mount. We've been walking with you for three years. You've said a lot to us. But Jesus says to his disciples, I have so much more To say to you, more than you can now bear, but when he, he meaning who? The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth comes. He will guide you into all truth. So the Holy Spirit will guide disciples of Jesus Christ into truth. And he has more to reveal. The Holy Spirit wants to reveal more stuff to the disciples of Jesus Christ. He will not speak on his own name. He will speak only what he hears. And he will tell you what is to come. That's intriguing. I mean, that's interesting. Holy Spirit will speak to us about ideas. He will bring glory to me. That means the Holy Spirit always magnifies Jesus. All right? So sometimes when you get around people that love the Holy Spirit, some people will actually abuse and say things that are the Holy Spirit that aren't because it glorifies them. But what Jesus says is that the person that the Holy Spirit glorifies is Jesus. So if you get around stuff that's glorifying people rather than glorifying Jesus, then you know it's not the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit magnifies Jesus. He will bring glory to me by taking what is mine and making it known to you. So the Holy Spirit will reveal Jesus to us. 
Is this too deep already? Have I already lost you? The Holy Spirit wants to reveal the glorious splendor. When we're up here and we're singing songs about who Jesus is, how awesome he is, the Holy Spirit wants to reveal Jesus to you. How do we do that? I mean, that sounds like pretty lofty stuff. God revealing God to teenagers. I mean, that sounds like, wow, magnificent. How do, you, how, how do we get that? How do we live that? 2 Corinthians 13, 14, Paul says, The amazing grace of the Master, Jesus Christ, the extravagant love of God, and here it is, the intimate friendship of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. So Paul, when Paul's talking to the church in Corinth, he says, the intimate friendship. He says, I want you to know the intimate friendship with the Holy Spirit. Tonight, I want to talk to you about becoming friends with the Holy Spirit. Say friends. Now, in our context, whenever we talk about becoming friends, most of you think of Facebook. That seems to be the number one time that people talk about friends these days. So I just want to go ahead and use that language. Imagine making the Holy Spirit your friend. I mean, just straight up Adam as a friend. I mean, just straight up the Holy Spirit is your friend. What would that look like? How would that make you feel if you were really to begin a dialogue, a conversation, to talk with, to converse with the Holy Spirit? And by the end of tonight, my aim is that you would to develop a very real, not theoretical, not kind of nice, but actually this week, in the days between when I see you next, begin to actually use words and start to communicate with the Holy Spirit. I was sitting in my, uh, I, have a, I have a very cool green couch in my house, and uh, it's my favorite spot. I love the green couch. That's where I eat nachos. I love nachos. And um, I'm a little bit, I didn't used to be addicted to nachos until I had four kids. And now that I have four kids, like there's a moment where we, where we get our kids down at eight o'clock, and it's a lot of work to get all of our kids down. And at eight o'clock, we have all of our kids down, and that's the kind of the moment where Renata and I go... And she's always like saying, you know, things like, hey, let's eat some cheesecake. And I'm always like, let's eat some nachos. And so uh, that's not healthy, but that's true. And so, uh, and so I was sitting in my green couch the other day and um, I, I was sitting there and we got the kids down and it was feeling good to just have them down. I mean, I, I love them. I do prayers with them every night, but it takes a long time. I mean, by the time that you, by the time, when you think of four little kids and I mean little, like real little you know, like, I mean, I don't think they have much hope to grow up to be real big, but, but they're little now. And uh, anyway, but when, when you're going to put these kids down, it takes, it takes, it takes so long that you're just kind of like tired. And so I was sitting there, had my nachos, it was great. And I went and I just checked, I have an iPhone. And so that's a good thing. I feel like God's blessing is on me ever since I got that. But I, I've got an iPhone and on that, I, I, I have Facebook. And so I decided to check it the other day. And, uh, and, and I'm just going to be honest with you, and this might be being too vulnerable with you, but but I, got, I had a message. I had a message from someone. That, someone that I super, super respect. Someone that, to be honest with you, I was shocked was on Facebook. Because <laughs> they're so cool. It's like, well, you know. Anyway. And so, and so, I, and so I got this message. And, now, and this, this, this guy, is, he's a leader. Um, he's kind of a hero to me. You know, like, he's cool. Um, he's, 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 he's influential. He's, he's, he's loved and served God for a long time. And um, He's just, he's just, in my brain, I don't know if he's a big deal in other people's brain, but in my brain, he's a big deal. And I found this moment where I'm literally sitting there and I went, <laughs> nice. And I, and I was like, whoa, what is that? And I was like, I kind of had this thought of like, dude, dude, that guy messaged me. What's up? 
I'm cool. I have arrived. I'm pushing five six, but I I, I feel five seven. I mean, like, I, I, it was like wow. It was this moment that's like, man, I really I, just, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe. I, I, I kind of just had this thought of man, that guy. Like, we're really actually friends, and and, and I know that. There's a whole sermon on how some of that might be wrong. But anyway, but, 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 but I want to lock in with the reality of that, that moment. Have you ever had that moment? Have you ever had a moment where, where, where you kind of, maybe someone talked to you, maybe someone even as specific as Facebook, where someone said something to you or whatever, and you, and, or maybe, 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 you know, some guy that, that you think is cool at school, or maybe, maybe, a, a, you know, just someone that you respect just, just says something to you, encourages you, says something, and you're just like, Sweet. I like that friendship. I, that, I, that's a big deal. I, that's cool, you know? I mean, I, I mean, I know none of you are like, you know, super good friends with Obama or something like that, but, but you know, whoever, you know, whoever it might be, all right, in your life. Have you ever had that? I, 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 think, I, I think what I want you to get is that um, if you could imagine how easy it is for you and I to take some of these promises about what the Holy Spirit wants to do to, uh, to, for us and reveal to us and Sometimes I think that we take it so for granted, it just kind of is like, oh yeah, yeah, of course, it's a, it's a theoretical religious idea. But, but I want you to tonight take and kind of cross out that it's a religious theoretical Christian concept. And I want you to dial in with, and I'm going to tell you a couple stories of you starting, I'm talking about you, this week, not when you're 20, not a long time from now. I'm starting, I'm, I mean, even tonight. In fact, even before the service is over. Starting to dialogue, or in Facebook language, chat with the Holy Spirit. Where you begin to communicate, talk, chat, dialogue. The old school NAS Bible word, fellowship. Where you begin to talk with the Holy Spirit. And that's, that's, that's where I want to go tonight, where, where you and I actually hear what God has to say about fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit or becoming a friend with the Holy Spirit or even, like it says in 2 Corinthians, having a, an intimate friendship with the Holy Spirit. So back to John 16. Jesus is with his disciples and he says, but I tell you the truth, it is not good. Sorry, let me start over. But I tell you the truth. There's a, not a not there. But I tell you the truth, it is good. <laughs> it is it is for your good, Jesus says to the disciples. It is for your good, or the, or the New American Standard says, to your advantage. It is for your good, Jesus says to the disciples, that I am going away. Unless I go away, the counselor, that's another word for the Holy Spirit. It's capital C, and it's talking about God, God, the Holy Spirit. Unless I go away, the counselor, the Holy Spirit, will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. Now, just... just Think about this truth that Jesus presents here. Jesus is talking with disciples that he have literally watched him feed the 5,000. Jesus is walking with disciples that for the last three years have walked with him on the roads. They've literally hung out with him as he's, uh, as he's healed the sick. They've li- literally watched as he's raised Lazarus from the dead. They've been with him in a boat where he calms, where he calms the storm. I mean... They've actually watched, you know, with Jesus in all of these different situations. They've, they've, they've sat with him and they've asked him questions. And they've sat there when the Pharisees 
would come and ask questions and try to trick Jesus and then Jesus would baffle them with his wisdom. Or when maybe the Sadducees would come or, or even when the, the teachers of the law would come and they would come and they would try to trick Jesus and they would try to baffle him. And Jesus would respond and he's got disciples around him and then you've got moments where Jesus has actually given them loads and loads of fish. I mean, we've got all kinds of actual encounters. I mean, these guys, Peter, James, John, Philip, Tom, I mean, they... They know Jesus. They have relationship with Jesus. It's not, it's not just following him from a distance. Like he knows their name. You know, when, when, when Jesus says stuff, they respond and he responds to them by name. They're close. When Jesus says things like, you know, if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come back and take you with me. You can be with me where I am. And I, I go to prepare a place for you. And Thomas looks at him and goes, we don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? And Jesus says, hey, Thomas. Hey, man, hey, bro, have you not been with me even long enough to catch this? And he calls him by name. He calls Peter by name. I mean, he, 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 John lays his head on his chest. I mean, they are buds. They're friends. They have relationship. They've, they've seen lives change together. They've watched Jesus literally, I mean, you know, kick demons out of people. They're just, there's real relationship. And I want you to get that. Not theoretical relationship. I mean, real, like friendship, like Watched him walk on water. I mean, they know him. And so when Jesus says to them, closest friends, brothers, it's better for you that I go away because there's more for you via the Holy Spirit. That means the Holy Spirit is a good friend. That means that the Holy Spirit has much available. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit available not just to them, but the Holy Spirit now available to you and to me. So I want you to tonight develop this, okay? This almost this determination, almost this resolution. If the Holy Spirit is available to be a friend to then I want to be friends with the Holy Spirit. This, this changed for me uh, big time. When I, when I was about, uh, I, was, I was 19, and um, I'd grown up in church, and I'd heard tons of sermons, and I'd been to church camp, and uh, I'd done all that stuff. But I met a guy that was a pastor, and, and, and when he would talk, he would refer to God like he knew him. And, 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 and instead of it being like, um, kind of like Bible, old school, King James Version language flowed from the old wise man, it felt like old wise man knows God. It felt like, and like he had had dialogue. And so I started to watch this guy, ask him questions. And, 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 and there's something about there's something awesome when we hear it. But my hope is that we'll have among us teenagers that live it. And because my goal is not just for you to fellowship with the Holy Spirit or for you to be friends with the Holy Spirit. But as you go out onto these campuses, the way that people will want the Holy Spirit is if they see you in an intimate friendship with the Holy Spirit. If they see inside of you that you are actually friends with the Holy Spirit, that you have a friendship with the Holy Spirit. So let's just start off. How, how do you become friends with the Holy Spirit? 
Yes, he's available to be your friend. It's not just for Pastor Brady. It's not just for ultra hip, cool Nico, who's up here leading worship. It's not just for Tyrell, who does the cool face when he prays, so he must be really holy. You know, that. It's not just for Amy, who screams the Bible. It's for you. It's for every single one of us. Every single one of us have been invited into a relationship with the Holy Spirit. And so how, how, David, how do I develop a friendship with the Holy Spirit? Let me just give you a few tips. Number one is this. Talk to the Holy Spirit. Talk. I mean, just use, whoever you talk to, that's who you have relationship with. Whoever you talk to, you know? So like, I can... I, whoever, who, the, the people that I talk the most to, those are the people I have the most relationship with. The, the person in my life right now that I talk to the most is by far Renata, my wife. We talk all the time. We talk on the phone. We talk through texting. We talk in the morning. We talk in the afternoon. We talk, in, we talk all the time, all right? So that's relationship, all right? Take it a step out. I talk to my kids, Okay. And in the communication process, as we commun- that means you're doing life together. That means you're sharing life together. All right? I talk a lot to my brother Dan. This is my brother Dan. He's the handsome one. All right? On the front row, not in the family. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, uh, <laughs> just kidding. All right. All right. All right. Sorry. Just kidding. All right. But, but listen, if I were to say, all right, if... if, if If Dan and I were to stop communicating, if we do not communicate for the next 20 years, 20 years from now, we will not feel close like we do right now. Right now, we feel like bros, we're brothers, we like the same things, we both drink Coke, a lot of it. We both love nachos, we both like fantasy football, we both like the Sooners, we both love ministry, we both like going to Bible college where we did, maybe, but but we, we like a lot of the same things, we have a lot in common, like names, like a mom that likes us. I mean, we got a lot in common, all right? All right, but if we were to go 20 years without conversing, without talking, relationship, relationship goes away. Now, it still exists, it's still there, but it's not dial, it's not real, it's not present tense. A lot of, a lot of us, what we do is we, we say, okay, I prayed a prayer. Holy Spirit, fill me at a camp, at a retreat, at desperation conference, and I'm done. But the essence, the core, what you want is you want dialogue. You want to talk. You want to communicate with the Holy Spirit on a regular basis. And here's the thing. Here's the fun thing. When you communicate with the Holy Spirit, I love this, okay? And I've never preached this, so I have no idea how this is going to go. But it's, it's like when you, when you talk to the Holy Spirit throughout your day, it's like, it's like you gain little, little boosts of strength, um, uh, okay, like in Isaiah 40 where it says, they that wait upon the Lord, he'll renew their strength. Okay? Some of us think, oh, well, that means when I go to desperation conference, I spend three days waiting upon the Lord, and then I get this arsenal of strength for the entire year. Not so. Yes, you get some strength because for three days you're finally focused and you put some of the distractions aside. Or when we go on retreat uh, in October... Okay, yes, you get some strength because you're putting the distractions aside and there's actually moments where on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you're gonna renew your heart, you're gonna wait upon the Lord and you're gonna talk to God and he'll renew your strength. But, but, 
But don't think of it mostly as like this big arsenal of big periods of time where I do that and then that keeps me for the year or that keeps me for the month. What you want to do is you want to communicate with the Holy Spirit throughout your day. And I'm not talking like unbroken. I know, you know, you might hear preachers that say, you know, you never stop talking to the Holy Spirit. And, and I've tried, to, I've, I've heard some of those sermons, some of those sermons, and I, I just don't get that. Like, I can't, I, 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 to me, it's like little conversations. It's not like my soul is constantly singing or something. Like, I, 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 for me, it's mostly little, little, little five second or 10 second conversations with the Holy Spirit throughout the day. All right? And so it's kind of like, it's kind of like, um, when, when we read about that Jesus is the bread of life or when um, he says, uh, drink of me or eat of me. And if you were to imagine, okay, I, I want to eat for the week. So tonight I'm going to hit CeCe's Pizza and I'm going to eat so much it will last me for the next seven days. That's just, <laughs> someone said amen. That's, that, that, that won't last you for seven days, right? Okay? It doesn't work that way. If you were going to go and you're just like, I'm going to drink so much water tonight, it will last me for the next month. It wouldn't work, right? Okay? Well, with food, the analogy is, with food and with water, what you want to do is, is, and I know this is like, Mom, Dad, guess what I learned DSM tonight? How to eat and drink every day. It's brilliant. All right. But the way that you, the way that you do food and drink is you eat a little bit each day, Right? Like you, you eat some meals and you, 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 you know, you'll drink some water. You've got some Aquafina or, you know, if you've got the cheap stuff, you know, you've got the stuff we have at the office, you know, but, but you, eat, you drink a little bit each day, you eat a little bit each day and that nourishes your body. Well, that's the best illustration on, on what it's like in terms of your friendship with the Holy Spirit. Like you want to uh, communicate with the Holy Spirit each day throughout the day. And so you just talk to the Holy Spirit and you just, you, you live, and it's just like these little boosts. It's just like these little, like little, it's like, what is it? It's like little five hour energies, you know, all through the day. It's just like, it's like, God, the, like your spirit comes alive. It's like the Holy Spirit. When you talk to the Holy Spirit, they that wait upon the Lord, he renews their strength. If you communicate, if you talk with the Holy Spirit, he actually gives you strength. Talking to God, talking with the Holy Spirit will give you strength. And so as you walk throughout your day, I want to encourage you in just little tiny doses. Now, no doubt about it. I mean, spending time, you know, in an hour of prayers, all that's awesome. In no way am am I slamming the big doses. What I am saying is don't just depend on the big doses and not think that, that, that you will survive. You need to communicate with the Holy Spirit, uh, fellowship with the Holy Spirit. I know it sounds like an old word. Be friends with the Holy Spirit. Talk to the Holy Spirit. Dialogue with the Holy Spirit throughout your day. So the best thing that you can do, number one, is throughout your day, just begin to talk to the Holy Spirit. And you'll be surprised how he will give you strength when you don't feel it. Okay, so like last night, eight o'clock, kids are down, glory. Got them all down, all right? They're all down, and all of a sudden, my two little girls come running out, and they know, they know that they're supposed to stay in bed, but they wear, they wear their, uh, I put them in my t-shirts, we call them daddy t-shirts, all right? So they wear the daddy t-shirts, and then but my, my daughters like to dance. I don't know what it is right now, but they're two and four, and right now they like to jump out of bed and go dance in the hallway. And, um, and so last night, got them down to eight, it's about 8.15, and out of nowhere, my two girls are in their daddy t-shirts dancing in the hallway. 
something inside of me was like, and I was mad. And so I was, literally, I was like, all right, I'm going to show them. And I, literally, I take, I, I mean, I remember this, like the image is stuck in my head. Last night, I, I, put my, I put my foot on the first stair to walk up the stairs, and I was going to let them have it. And all of a sudden, I mean, I don't know exactly how to communicate this, but I just heard, I just heard, not like I heard with my ears, but it was like it just came out of me. It was just like, I heard, I'm patient. And it was just, it was just the Holy Spirit, I, I, I'm patient. And dialoguing with the Holy Spirit, he, he helps you in these moments to be like Christ. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, yeah. And so, Holy Spirit, thank you for the reminder. And so, stare two was, help me to be patient with my two-year-old and my four-year-old right now. All right? Just help me right now. I don't feel patient. I don't want to be patient. But I choose patient. And the good news is, is that this story, not all stories, but this story ends up with a happy ending. I was patient with them. Okay, all right. So, so, but listen. So, but what what you want to do is you want to just you want to just listen all throughout your day, dialogue, just dialogue. Sometimes you'll just you'll just you'll just whether you close your eyes or whether you're walking through your day, but you're conversing, you're dialoguing with the Holy Spirit, you're fellowshipping, you're a, you're a friend. It's not theoretical. It's not just Jesus jargon that doesn't make sense. No, when Jesus says it. When it's in the word of God, it's available to you. It's available to you if you're 14 years old. It's available to you if you're 18 years old. It's available to you when you're 80 years old. You say yes to the finished work of Jesus on the cross, the Holy Spirit there for you. Become friends with the Holy Spirit. Tonight, I want to just champion, encourage you. Okay? When you talk with the Holy Spirit, little conversations throughout the day, the Holy Spirit gives you direction as well. Like he, he will give you direction. He'll, he'll, he'll begin to speak to you. And I know when I say this, some of you are like, ooga, 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 you know. Uh, listen, here's what you want to do. You want to so fill your heart and your life with the word of God. Most of the time when I hear the Holy Spirit, I hear a scripture. Most of the time I hear the Holy Spirit, I hear, I hear something that I've read in the word of God. That's what's quickened to my mind. All right? But what you want to do is, not, the, the Bible says that he will lead you into all truth. All right? So you want him to lead you. He will guide you. He will, Proverbs 3, direct your paths. Right? Okay? So he'll give you literal revelation. Okay? Today I was sitting at a coffee shop, uh, which is where the glory of the Lord dwells. And so in the old covenant, in the old covenant, he dwelt in the Holy of Holies. Now he dwells in coffee shops. Just kidding. All right. Some of you don't even know what I'm talking about. That's fine. Sorry. That was a joke for the interns. And the interns that don't know what I'm talking about, you will. And if you don't, you'll flunk. Okay, so. <clears throat> All right. Um, but I was sitting there, and, uh, and, and, and literally, I saw, uh, walking in the parking lot, I, I saw uh, this, this man and his wife that I've, that I've known for a few years. And uh, I, had a lot, I had a lot I was working on. You know, like, in those moments, I'm just, I'm, I'm pounding away, I'm working hard, and, and, and I just kind of ignored it. Like, oh, I know, I know them, but I just kind of ignored it. And, and then I literally, I just, I sensed, like, the Holy Spirit just, just spoke to me, just said, go talk to him. I was, <laughs> Holy Spirit, I got a lot of work to do to lead these people in a ministry here at New Life, you know, like, just kidding, I didn't say that. All right, that's what I feel like saying, and then the Holy Spirit's like, uh, obedience is better than your ignorant brain. So, 
But, but it's just dialogue with the Holy Spirit. I just sense the Holy Spirit say, go talk to him. So I chased, you know how awkward that is when people are walking to their car? And you come, like we were, we were not even in the same restaurant. I ran out of the restaurant that I was in. They were coming out of a different place, getting in their car. And I chased them down in the parking lot. And I was yelling their names. Hey! And at first they kind of did. You know, like, who's the munchkin running? I can't tell, you know. <laughs> and, so, and so anyway, so, but we just, I, I, I just began to, began to talk to them. And they looked at me and they said, we have, we, we, we've been wanting to meet with you. We, I, I can't believe that this moment's here. And they just began to tell me what's going on in their lives. And they began to tell me about their story. And we ended up having a prayer time in the middle of the parking lot. All right? Now, so, and that was just a few hours ago. Now, here's, here's what I'm telling you this. I'm not saying, I know some of you go, wow, man, David the Munchkin, he thinks he's close to the Holy Spirit. No, what, what I am saying is this, is that one of the greatest things that makes you different and unique in life as a Christian, is that you get to dialogue with the Holy Spirit and you get Holy Spirit insight. You have God alive inside of you, God working inside of you. Listen, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is not, is not junior varsity God, all right? It's not like God the Father, God the Son, and then, oh yeah, the Holy Spirit. He's kind of weird. Let's keep him on the bench, all right? No, he's varsity, all right? Holy Spirit, God God alive and at work today. And you don't do well to be critical and say, because I can't understand all the ways of the Holy Spirit, I'm going to not engage in any of the Holy Spirit. You do well to say, I want the fullness of the Holy Spirit, and I'm going to take baby steps to start to get deeper and deeper and deeper into understanding the Holy Spirit. Listen, if you will dialogue, communicate, chat, chat, that's the Facebook term, chat, Chat with the Holy Spirit. If you'll talk with the Holy Spirit, number one, you'll watch. You will find the Holy Spirit starting to give you strength. Say strength. strength. Flex your muscles and say strength. strength. All right, good. Spit on the person next to you when you say it and say strength. strength. Okay, you'll find strength. All right. Number two is you'll find, you'll find more and more direction. All right. Listen. When you, when you dialogue with the Holy Spirit, number one, you'll find more and more strength. Number two, the Holy Spirit will speak to you and you will find direction. One of the things that I, at my core, believe, at my core, that I'll fight for, I believe that the Holy Spirit still talks. I believe that God is alive in his people today. I don't want to do a Christianity gig where we mostly just pretend. I, I, I want, if Christ is real, and literally what we read about is that the Holy Spirit is alive at work today. If it's there, man, I only got a few years on, on the planet. Man, we want to encounter him. We want to know him. We want to fellowship with him. We want to dialogue with him. We want to be friends with him. If Paul looks at the Corinthian church and says, hey, I want you to know the love of God and the intimate friendship with the Holy Spirit. We don't want to be like, you know, we'll take grace and we'll take... We'll take faith and we'll take some things. Maybe we'll take some of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Maybe we'll take the, the love part and the peace part. and We'll be kind of like a 70s hippie little bit of Jesus thing. No, we want the fullness. We want all. We want to dialogue with the Holy Spirit. 
We want to know the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> if you will talk with the Holy Spirit throughout your day, and I'm talking, it can be uh, just little dialogue. You're walking through your hallway at school, and just something, something takes place, riles you up. You know, you know, God wants to give you peace in that moment. Just, Holy Spirit, give me peace. Just a little dialogue. So maybe you open up, maybe you open up the scriptures and you just say, Holy Spirit, give me revelation. Maybe, maybe you're at the, maybe you're, you're, you're talking with someone who's just being a total jerk to you and you're saying, Holy Spirit, help me. Maybe someone Facebooks a comment to you that is so mean and your temptation is like, enter, post, you know? And you go, no, 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 no. See, I, I'll, I'll confess this. See, I, I, since, I, since I praised myself, I'll slam myself. All right, today somebody said something to me really mean on Facebook, and I picked a fight with that guy. Actually, I got, I got mad. I lost it. I was, well, not like lost it, lost it, but. So you got some good days, some bad days, and you say, Holy Spirit, okay, forgive me. I don't want to be that way. I want to be the evidence of the Holy Spirit. I want the fruit of the Holy Spirit. I want love. I want joy. I want peace. I want patience. I want, okay, kindness. I want goodness. I hate that whole self-control thing, but okay. I want that because that's what you look like. And listen, when you dialogue with the Holy Spirit over time, I'm not talking immediately, but over time, you start to want what the Holy Spirit wants. 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, as you behold him, you're transformed by him. And over time, you start to look more holy. I know that sounds crazy. We always, we don't know what the Holy Spirit makes us. Let me tell you, let me give you a little bit of help. The Holy Spirit, that little description of the Spirit, holy, Holy Spirit helps make holy people. <laughs> That's brilliant right there. Write that down and put that on your Facebook and smoke it. That's real. <laughs> The Holy Spirit will make you holy. The Holy Spirit wants to make you holy. Everybody got it? Now listen, here's what we're going to do. Nico, if you want to come on up here. I want us to take a few minutes and I'm going to invite you to just dialogue with the Holy Spirit. Where you're going to talk to the Holy Spirit. All right? So I know some of you are ner- nervous and some of you are scared. All right? But don't, you don't have to be nervous. You don't have to be scared. We're just going to talk to the Holy Spirit. And I believe that the Holy Spirit is going to give some of you some revelation. I believe the Holy Spirit is going to give some of you direction. And I believe the Holy Spirit is going to give some of you some strength. Some strength as you wait on Him. Stand to your feet. Stay where you're at. Stand to your feet. Stay where you're at. And let's just take a minute. We're going to dialogue with the Holy Spirit. All right, Father, we love you. We come before you in the powerful name of Jesus Christ. We thank you that you have given us the opportunity to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, God, inside of us, alive. We thank you that you want to talk to us. That when we talk to you, you talk back. That you're real. So even now, just right here now, God, we just, we want to we talk to you. I just want you just to whisper, just say the Holy Spirit. Speak to me, Holy Spirit. And just listen. Pause. Just listen. You don't have to be just like you're the one talking. Just listen.
Holy Spirit, I pray for direction. Now just listen. that you would just speak over young men and women tonight here at DSM. They would find strength from hearing your voice. Speak to them. Just listen. some of you tonight that maybe you've said yes to Jesus but you're not sure if you're filled with the Holy Spirit you're just not sure and you want more of the Holy Spirit I'm not going to have you come forward or anything but if that's you I just want you to lift both hands just like this right at your seat right where you're at I just want you to repeat Fill me, Holy Spirit. Just to God. Holy Spirit, I want your power. Holy Spirit, I want to be friends. Holy Spirit, I want the evidence of you in my life. I want the fruit. I want love. I want joy. I want peace. I want the evidence, the fruit. I want the fullness of the Holy Spirit. God, I want the gifts. Whatever gift you'll give me, I want every gift. Every gift you'll give, I ask for. Ask Him. Gifts of the Holy Spirit. Some of you need to ask God, put healing in my hands. I want the gift of healing. I want the gift of miracles, God. I want the gift of tongues. I want the gift of the prophetic. I want the fullness of all that you'll give the human heart. All that you'll do. I don't want to live on empty. I don't want to live with half a tank. Man, I want the fullness of the fuel that caused my heart to be transformed to look like God. To be like you are. Man, I want to be holy. I want your power. I want your presence. Holy Spirit, we pray tonight as DSM. Fill us. Come. Fill us with your power. Fill us with your spirit. Let us be a supernatural church. We don't want to go through the motions. Christ in us. Hope of glory. your power come. Let your spirit come. Come, Holy Spirit. You are welcome here. Have your way. All right, now just listen. Talk to the Holy Spirit. And I just want you to use one word of what you're looking for tonight. One thing. 
Some of you, you're just going to say revelation. Some of you are just going to say patience. Some of you are just going to say miracles. Some of you are just going to say the gift of tongues. Some of you are just going to say peace. Some of you are going to say just forgiveness. But whatever it is, I just want you, just one word to the Holy Spirit. Just talk to him. Holy Spirit, this is what I want. Do this. Do this in me. pray for us. I'm going to do a concluding prayer and then Nico's going to lead us in a big song. And I just want you to stay at your seat and I just want you to sing this at the top of your lungs. Listen though, here at DSM, we don't want to be spooky. We don't want to be weird, but we do want all that God will give. We do want to walk in supernatural power. We do want, we do, we don't want to just be average people. We want God inside of us literally being a light to the world. And so we'll use every gift, every power, everything that God will give. We want it. All right? Father, in the name of Jesus, we as DSM, God, we say we're a Holy Spirit people. Fill us with your spirit, we pray. Touch us, oh God. We want the fullness. We want to be an unstoppable church filled with the presence of God, filled with the fruit of the Holy Spirit, filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Transform us and change us and make us your people, oh God. Let's worship God with a big song, and then I'll come back up and I'll dismiss you in a minute. And over time, this doesn't look as attractive as it once did because you're fixing your eyes on the things of the kingdom. I'm just talking about a thousand that have a vision for their heart. They've got passion for God. They're leading intercession on their schools. They're set apart, consecrated under God. They've got a vision and a mission for their life.